Hello and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we are going to be looking at the case of AIC Limited and Federal Airports Authority of Nigeria. The citation for this case is 2022 UKSC 16. This case looks at the question of whether a court has the discretion to reconsider a judgment and an order, even if it has been handed down but there isn't yet a formal order that has been sealed by the court. The issue comes up because AIC Limited was successful in arbitration after bringing a claim against the Federal Airports Authority of Nigeria, who I will refer to as FAAN for the rest of this episode. FAAN was ordered to pay nearly $50 million plus interest, although they continue to challenge the award in the Nigerian courts. AIC obviously wanted their money though, and so they went to the High Court to have the award enforced in England and Wales. While this was originally granted, the High Court then adjourned the claim to wait and see what would happen in the Nigerian proceedings. However, they did this on the condition that FAAN would provide a security of $24 million. Problems arose when FAAN did not provide the guarantee on time, even after they were given an extension. The judge in the High Court responded by giving an oral judgment and making an order that allowed AIC to enforce the award. The quirk in this case comes in because the enforcement order was not sealed immediately, and then later on in the same day, FAAN provided the guarantee in full to AIC and applied to the judge to have the enforcement order set aside at the same time. The judge decided that they would do this and they retrospectively extended the time allowed for FAAN to provide the guarantee to AIC. Of course AIC had been very close to getting their hands on the full amount so they appealed to the Court of Appeal who reversed the judge's decision and reinstated the enforcement order. This meant that AIC would be able to enforce and they had the guarantee to push FAAN towards the full payment. AIC were therefore left in a very advantageous position, and so FAAN appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. Understanding when the court can and cannot go back on its own judgment requires an understanding of the civil procedure rules, where the central aim is to, quote, deal with cases justly and at proportionate cost, end quote. On the one hand, the judge in the High Court said that applying this overriding objective is a question of balance, while the Court of Appeal identified a two-stage process. First, is it right to even reconsider the application? And secondly, each application should then be considered on its own merits. The Supreme Court ended up taking a bit of a middle ground between these two approaches. A judge in this situation should seek to do justice in accordance with the overriding objective. Finality is, after all, very important when it comes to a legal judgment and offers certainty. If there were other arguments to raise, then that should have been done at the original hearing. Therefore, the starting point for a judge is not one where the scales are balanced evenly, but rather great weight should be given to the importance of finality, and a lot will be needed to overcome that. At the same time, there is also not any real basis for the two-stage process devised by the Court of Appeal. Putting it all together, the High Court judge was right that this is ultimately a balancing act, but it is a balancing act where the finality principle is given due prominence. 
The justices applied this to the case at hand by allowing FAN's appeal in part. They decided that the enforcement order should be set aside, and AIC's application for leave to enforce the award should be stayed until the proceedings in Nigeria have come to a conclusion. However, AIC should still be allowed to retain the proceedings of the guarantee in the meantime. Now, it is true that there were a couple of things that weighed against reopening the enforcement order. There is the finality principle, as we mentioned earlier, and also the fact that FAAN did delay in providing the guarantee without good reason. By the time the money was paid, the judgment had been handed down, and so the money was no longer a mere guarantee, but rather a partial payment for the total sum owed to AIC. This was an important change in circumstances, and in order for justice to be done between the parties, it was important to redress the windfall that AIC had inadvertently received. Overall, when the lower courts disagree and the Supreme Court takes a middle path, I often find it a bit mealy-mouthed, but here I think the approach that the justices have taken works quite well. The importance of finality and certainty is not to be overrated in the context of judgments, and is something that holds the justice system together. It is right that this should be the starting point for any consideration, and any attempt to overturn that ought to take a lot. I guess the one thing that I would question is whether that threshold was reached in this case. After all, the judge made the decision because FAAN failed to make the guarantee in time with no good reason, after already being given an extension. Yes, this made things unfair when they did end up paying the money after the court had already made its order, but to my mind that seems like a fair punishment for their failure up to that point. If you want justice, then it means following the rules of the court at the time not waiting until it's too late and hoping that a judge will take pity on you in spite of your own culpability. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before we go that if you would like to help support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. This week in the newsletter, we've talked about the Julian Assange case, all of the strikes that have been happening, especially with a focus on the decision by the Criminal Bar Association to extend their action further. And of course, also the new Bill of Rights Bill, which is, as I argue, a little bit of a mess. If all that sounds like something you're interested in, then check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. It really does make a massive difference. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!